Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Taya Leone and you're David Duchovny. Whatever. We're here together. We're married. We live in California. Welcome to our podcast. Yes, welcome. Here's our dog, Summer Bay Diner. Summer Bay Diner. Do you think that would be a good dog name? What's your dog's name? Summer Bay Diner. Why? Summer Why Bay. Not? Summer Bay. And she won't come until you go, Summer Bay Diner. <laughs> What are you drinking? Uh, today I'm drinking a nice red Pinot Noir. What are you drinking? A Pinot. No. Yeah. Last time, were we drinking the same rose? Like, we were both, we're both drinking, drinking rose. Today we're both drinking Get Pinot. out of my head. Shut up. Oh, even. Even. Um, yeah, we're recording in lockdown still. So, you know, me with my sound OCD, I apologise for the oh. sound that has not been great for me. You know what I'm like. I'm yeah, like... I don't care. Evie, on the other hand, is like, let's just get it out there. And I'm like, can we... Is there anything... Can we... I'm like a flasher. Should we redo that? I get it out there. Yeah, well. But, um, so, yeah, apologies. But we're, try- we're working on it. Well, it's Every lockdown. Week. I know. You Evie. know, these are the things that are going to happen. I know, but a I lot w- worse could be happening. We could be dead. But look, guys, Sammy, you too, if you're listening, <laughs> I can't carry this show for for us. Well, okay, you should turn it down. If a we bit. are going <laughs> to, if we're going to make new and noteworthy, mm-hmm. all right, <gasps> these are the things we've got to tighten up. All right, tighten up this ship. Do you think that's what's going to get us on new and noteworthy if we sound better? Well. I think if we sound better, people will like us and tell their friends about us more. Anyway, know. that's just what I think. What have you been watching this week? Oh, my Lord. Can I tell you? Mm. I watched two movies this week. Oh, my God. Um, Pride and Prejudice, never seen it. Is that Mr Darcy? Yes. Oh. Yes. Have you seen it? I saw it a long time ago. I get them all confused yeah. about well, who is Jane who Austen. and what's the... Oh. She did Emma, Sense and Sensibility. Oh, Not yeah. seen that either. Oh, okay. No, but I have was... seen Emma. Yeah. With uh, Gwenny in it. Very good. Wasn't there a new one of that just out recently yeah. as well? Yeah. There's always a new one of every, every single one of them. They can't stop making these <laughs> movies, honestly. Yeah, I like a period drama, but it's got a, I don't know, it's, yeah. I wasn't sure. really in the mood. I wasn't sure about it. I kept with it. Mm-hmm. By the 85th season, it got you really got really good. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it, it, it was actually really good, but it was just so incredibly hard to watch, you know, what it's about, which is about women marrying rich men and, you know, making sure the family survives. Well, because children marrying yeah. rich men. yeah. And, you know, being um, a feminist during that time, mm. you know, one who was like, no, I don't want to, I'd rather not. Thanks. 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 But no, thanks. Would rather knit. So what are you, were you going to keep watching? I'm the... going to actually read the book because oh, okay. I did find Elizabeth yep. Bennet, the main character, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fascinating. And Mr. Darcy, I thought was a complete creep, turned out to be quite a nice guy in the end, but... 
you know, don't creep on at the beginning when you meet someone, mate. Yeah. Don't be a creep. You just were a creep. Is one of them, she doesn't, she's, she's not buying it. She doesn't want to, she just wants to write poetry and not get married and all of that. Or is that, is that yeah. sense and sensibility? I don't know. That I even sounds like Emma. Oh, it could even be Emma. How was your week? What have you done this week? I watched The Salisbury Poisonings. Oh, yeah. I started that. I mean, I don't no. remember that even happening. You don't? No. No. No one does. It didn't really happen. What? Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. It happened. How Did you like it? Because I had yeah. to stop. I was like, whatever. No, I really liked it. I like... I, th- I was actually thinking of even doing the woman who was the health at the health in the health worker thingy, the one, the woman who got called in to do it all, you know, to go to to shut everything down, and the men were just going, "Oh no, it's fine, like it's cool, we don't need to," you know. And she she she's a legend. I wish I knew her name. A little shout out to her because amazing. She was just this one woman. She'd been in that job for three months, and she just came in and said we're going to be screwed and she she it was because of her that not more people died or or got um contaminated by it and she said we need to close the police station down that the policeman worked at who who got poisoned and the men just said no no we're not going to do it and he he, the, the constable said we'll let you test everything the services and everything and they found so much of it in the police station. Where was it from? The Russians. Ah, oh, the bloody Russians again. Yeah, it was an assassination attack on the Russians. In oh, a, yeah. In a perfume bottle. That's right. I do remember it. I do remember do it. Do I don't remember the sh- – yeah, but no, I remember the, the Russian poisoning. I don't remember the – I don't remember the actual event happening. So, yeah, that was good. You know what else I watched? Oh, tell me. The ABC show, Further Back in Time. Oh, yes. I've, now, that is something I do want to watch. Oh, my goodness. And it looks really good. It's uh, so good. Um, the family are back. and they Because we talked about it, I think, last week. And we got, yes, that so, we yeah, were I going think to. I didn't realise it was the same show. And you were like, is that the same show as the are UK we? one? And then and it was. Yes. But the Aussie one. Yes. Um, Such a good show, the, yeah. the other one. That's, you know, I, I can't so wait to interesting. watch. Yeah. So they just did the 1900s um, and then next week, well, by the time this comes out, they probably have already done up, they're probably already up to the 1940s or something. Yeah. But it's, um because I think they start the other one off at the, in the, like the 50s or maybe the oh, 40s. So okay. this is. This is the 1900s, mm-hmm. so it goes way back, and it's um in Australia. In Australia, yeah, and it's really it, it's so interesting, you know. Mm, if you're yeah, look, if you're if you, a historian, well, and you are you're a chick historian because you're listening to this podcast. Clearly, we should get chick historian t-shirts made. We sh- we do have them done. No, but like chick historian. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was thinking chick historian like a like a definition. Oh yeah, good. with a def, you know, and then just you know, and Chicks then use like the same. Yeah, I like it. Okay, it's that coming is out. Good. coming okay. to a store near you. I remember the movie I watched. What? It was the new movie Queen Mary Queen of Scots. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Brilliant, was it? Brilliant. Uh, it was Scottish, so... Um, Scottish. It was Margot Robbie and Saoirse. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I saw it, at the, I saw it at, the, at the picture theatre. How good is it? It's really good. They are amazing, the two of those women. Yeah, is they it? They hardly were in scene. They did one scene together. To get one in when they're in... Yes, when they're in that house. Yeah, she goes to visit in the her. barn. In the barn. And God, it was good. Is that based on... Is that what actually happened? Yes. It is. I went and I've... Of course. 
a chick story in wood mm-hmm. i've gone and had a good look mm-hmm. and it's pretty spot on like they wanted to make it spot on and they did yeah okay so now i actually want to go back and watch elizabeth and elizabeth the golden age because mm-hmm. i found i um remembered while i was watching mary because elizabeth's in it mm. i remembered being so into kate blanchett's elizabeth back in the day thinking how brilliant that was because Elizabeth was quite an amazing woman yeah absolutely but I didn't know Mary and what a woman what she endured and then got a head cut off for yeah they just love to cut heads off didn't they yeah um I just wanted to make a quick shout out no you can't because it's my week for the shout out no just this is a tiny one okay um, I was talking to a journalist and I was telling her um, about – because I've been doing um, interviews all week this week mm. for my iron deficiency campaign. Yeah. Anyway, so at the end of all the interviews, they said, so what's coming up next for you? And I'm like, well, I can't really say any of the shows that I'm doing, but I can tell you about my podcast. Oh. So I tell them about my podcast. And it's funny because all the – journos that have been interviewing me this week have been women so because it's for women's health week yeah they've all been really interested when I start telling them about the podcast they go oh, oh this sounds amazing like this is so good you know this Unreal. one um woman from yahoo mm. um irish woman she was I said oh you know we put it out to so many people to to let us know because you know, everyone knows a story. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, like my grandmother who had 11, eight, 11 children all at home in Ireland and one of them was stuck or something and the husband had to go on his bike to try to find the one doctor oh that was in Lord. town. But he was already with someone else. So she just had to endure the pain and wait. Oh. The baby was okay apparently. But, yeah, just a little shout out to her. Wow, that that's – we have – I mean, yeah. We got no idea what it was like no. back then. No. I mean, I've got no idea because I don't have children either. But you no. know, just in general. I mean, you do, but well, I have a fur, a you fur baby. Birth them. Yeah, thank God. That would have been weird. Really, a lot of headaches this week. I yeah. think I need. And you know, another thing about lockdown, we can't what? do it. Another thing. What? Another thing about lockdown. What? I think I need my eyes tested. Like my eye, I'm getting headaches across the top of my eyes. So mm-hmm. I think it's because. I need new glasses. Can't go and get my eyes tested, can I? No. I'm living in a third world. I got those blue light glasses that apparently do nothing, but they look great. Mm. Yeah. That's worth it then? Yeah, it was worth it. Who cares? It was like 50 bucks or something. Worth it. You know? And and then I thought I could just take the frames to somewhere and get the real ones put in because I like the frames. That's what I think I'm going to do is get – I've got so many glasses – and if I need new prescription, I'm just going to put them in the old glasses because I was like, well, what am I going to do with those? Yeah. Those. Those. Anywho. So I'm going to do my little shout out to the chick in the now. Yeah, please. Now. The chick in the now, now. I'm going to do it now. Okay. The chick in the now. I've got chicken on the stove now. Oh, yum. Yeah, I'm having tacos by myself. Oh, yum. I love tacos. Tacos are one of my favourite, but I don't like corn tortillas. Oh, that's that what ruins. I'm having tonight. Oh, are you? No. Oh, good. Corn <laughs> tortillas. That I've got an itchy bum all of a sudden. Hang on. I just got to scratch it. It wasn't in the anus. It was on the cheek. <laughs> Thanks. 
Okay. I'm glad. If you were here, I'd, I'd make you I... smell my finger, but no! you're not. <laughs> oh, my lordy lord. All right. So my shout out Ew, to this. What's that? What? Oh, it's just my bum. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. No, I'm joking. Can there you was just like, come on. Yeah. Okay, so my chick in the now this week is um, I want to do a little shout out to someone that everybody's heard of, but I think she deserves a shout out. She has a new, she has a new book coming out called Happy in September. I think it's September 15 or 15. What, what day is it? Oh, it's my dad's birthday. Today? Yes, the 5th. I did call him, but he didn't answer. I'll try again after this. Can you remind me? Sure. Um... Evie, mm. call your dad. Thanks. I'll remember that. Um, so, yeah, so she has a new book coming out on the 15th and I've kind of followed her journey. I hate that word, but her story. Is she on Australian Idol? No. Um, oh, don't use the word journey. She talks about two times in her life, um, before the fire and after the fire. Was there an actual fire? Taria Pitt. Oh, I was going to say because that sounds yeah. like Taria Pitt. Yeah. So I just um, – so, I mean, if you don't know and if you, you – I mean, you, everyone knows basically that, you know, she was in a – she was trapped in a blaze uh, when she was doing a marathon in 2011. She was only 24 and she had 65 – her body was had 65% burns on her body. And um, since then she's, you know, obviously spent time in hospital and – and done all that um, and has made, you know, an amazing recovery. And in 2016, she competed in her first Ironman competition. Um, And then followed by that, she completed in an Ironman World Championship competition in Hawaii. And she just is such a little go-getter. And I love, follow her on Instagram and love reading her posts. She's such a good writer and she's so funny and um like really like satirical is that a word satire like she's very funny yeah and takes the piss out of everything Everything. and so her i just every time i see her post i'm just like what is she gonna say because it's just gonna be hilarious oh i'm gonna start following yeah and why i don't already she's got two sons yeah she's hilarious she's got two sons um Hakavai and Rahiti. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, she's French Pol- Polynesian, so I'm assuming they are French Polynesian names. Um, and her partner, Michael, who's been with her throughout the whole thing. It's just such a beautiful family to watch. Mm. And um, she, all of her posts are just, you know, so like heartwarming and just, and funny. <laughs> funny. I can't tell you enough how much she makes me laugh. <laughs> And she's got a book coming out called Happy and she's written... She's written a book already? She's written a book already called Best Selfie um, for teens and children about self-body, you know, self-image. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs a, she runs a course called School of Champions for anyone who wants to achieve their goals. She just has done so much. And wow. I've always... It always fascinates me that when someone has had to overcome something amazing, you know, adversity in their life, you know, whether it be like massive heartache or sorrow or tragedy or trauma, that they can either just become, go internal or just share what they've learnt throughout their journey externally and try to help other people. And she is, I think, just the most selfless, sharing, 
she puts everyone else first. She All of her posts are like, look, I know this is tough, guys, you know, with the whole COVID thing and does shout-outs to people in Melbourne and every single time she talks it's about trying to uplift someone else it's just it's so she's so beautiful so I just wanted to do a little shout out to Taria as the little chick in the now wow Taria you're amazing I've just started following her while you were talking good everyone should do that they should pause the podcast right now she's got nearly a million followers yeah she's I reckon we could get her up you reckon what an extra 200 Yep, if you're, you're listening welcome. and you don't follow Turia, start following her. Let's get that kid to a mill. Yeah, she's beautiful. Beautiful. What a condescending mole. Oh, what a mole. What a mole. Yeah, Not beautiful spirit. If you're, ever feeling, if you're ever feeling yeah. you got the down in the dumps a little bit and you're like, meh, I just, oh, I just got nothing to wear. Me, me, me. I'm fat. Just, I mean, seriously, yeah. read some of her posts and you're yeah, like, okay. holy shit. I do need that kind of thing. Yeah. We all do. You know, as my mother used to say, go and visit kids in a cancer ward, which I really don't ever agree with. Mm, don't do that. No. Because that's just looking at them like they're circus freaks. Yeah, and I think there is there is that fine line between kind of using someone's Misfor- tr- misfortune yeah. Yeah. trauma to make yourself feel Have the perspective. better. Yeah, yeah. like it's, a, yes. it's, it's always a weird situation yes. for me. Like I'm always like, don't want to be condescending and I don't want to sound patronising, but... But she, what she does is just yeah, doesn't. She puts everyone else first all the time. She's so selfless. Okay, are you ready? For I'm ready. Have you got a Have you got a Chick story Street. for me today? And I look. I hope it's an in depth story because you've had a few quickies lately. I like a quickie. No, we're here to tell a story, Evie Jones. Again, like I can't to- carry this podcast <laughs> for all of us. Okay, I'd like to know what others think. Would you like quickies? Are you happy with quickies and a little bit longies? Or you want them all longy? Or do you want them all quickie? Let us know. So then you can do all the quickies and I can do all the longies? Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like you're trying to get out of work. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Who would Sa- do that? Sammy, right. can you have a chat to Evie, please, after this? Empress? Who am I going to say? Empress. Yeah, I'm doing an empress today. Oh, she's going back. Way back. Way back. Don't know. Okay, I'm going to say Empress Elizabeth of Austria. Oh, I like the sound of that. Okay. Right. Um, Now, Elizabeth actually grew up in Bavaria, Mm -hmm. a wealthy Catholic kingdom that is now the largest state in Germany. She was the fourth of ten children born to Duke Maximilian Joseph of Bavaria and Princess Ludovica, daughter of King Maximilian I of Bavaria. Mm. At the time of Elizabeth's birth in 1837, 1837. <laughs> Bavaria was redefining itself as its neighbours. Austria and Prussia grew more powerful. Every time you say Bavaria, mm, I want to have the wanna... Bavarian. But, but oh, what's that dessert? You remember that dessert you used to get in the 80s? The log? Yeah, what was that? That wasn't a Bavarian, was it? Oh, no, that's Bavarian cheesecake. Yeah, Bavarian. What was that log? Yeah. It was like a little ripple. Viennetti. Viennetta. Viennetta. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I had in my head. I'll keep Yum. thinking. Yeah, anyway. Bavaria. Definitely has a, a Bavarian chocolate. Cheesecake. A Bavarian cherry. Anyway. Yeah. 
Okay. So nicknamed, so, what do you think her nickname was from Elizabeth? Libby. No, Cece. Um, yeah. Okay. Elizabeth. Cece. She was nicknamed Cece from a young age. She loved nature and she spent her summers in the comfortable family mansion of the banks of Lake Starnberg, south of Munich. Same. Yeah, same. Her childhood was unusually informal for the time and for her status. Mm. Her father, the Duke, was a music-loving bon viveur. A bon viveur? A bon viveur. Like a bon viveur. We No, like a bon viveur. What's a bon viveur? It's someone who's jubilant and loves life and art and crafts. Not crafts so much, just arts. Oh, okay. The musics and the... Like a bohème. Yeah. A little bit, yeah, but mm-hmm. the rich type. Oh, okay. Yep. He was notably liberal of his, with his views mm-hmm. and that filtered down to his children. As Cece and her sisters grew, her mother Ludovica's thoughts turned to their marriage, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cece's maternal aunt Sophie mm-hmm. was married to the Archduke of Austria, Franz Karl. In 1848, their unmarried son, Franz Joseph, became Austrian emperor at age 18. Mm. He looked to be a promising catch. The cousin. Oh, and Ludovica <laughs> set her sights <laughs> on him. Time. Yeah. Hello. Hello, friends. <laughs> she thought to herself, got a couple of daughters, one of, one of a good age. At, quite loud in my ear. Okay, we'll take your ears off for a minute. Uh, tone it down, Annie. Um, at age 15... Sissy was too young to be considered a potential mate for the emperor oh. and the family focused on her elder sister, Helene, oh. whose elegance, religiousness and reserve would be essential qualities for an emperor's consort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Following discussions between her mother and Sophie, Helene was invited to Bad Ischgl. What? I don't know. It's a town. Somewhere. Oh, okay. A town where the imperial family summered. Summered. Mm-hmm. Oh. With a view. I, love, yeah. I like that term. Yeah, summered. summered. Where did you summer this summer? I summered. Uh, St Kilda? St Kilda. Where did yeah. you winter? Uh, St Kilda. <laughs> what about autumn and St Kilda, St Kilda? <laughs> Anyway, Jesus. they uh, they went they 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 uh, they invited Helene and her family. So the town where the imperial family summered, with a view to securing an engagement. Mm-hmm. Okay. At first, only Helene and Ludovica were to make the journey that summer, but Sissy joined them. Oh. Shy and introverted, Sissy showed no interest in romance. Mm. She appeared very much a child still. Dressing simply and wearing her hair in two braids. She was so shy that she had trouble eating in the pro- in the presence of the Austrians. So did I. I remember when I used to like boys, I couldn't eat in front of no, them. No one could. No one could. Like I'd meet boys now at the food can. court like that I liked at school. I would never eat in front of a boy. And then you couldn't you couldn't eat in front of them. It's incredible. I was listening to um Clementine Ford and how she explains just how young that kind of thing starts. Yeah. You know, pitting women against each other. You're, you know, you can't be the stronger one, like a boy club, you know, the brotherhood. Yeah, you couldn't like smash a cheeseburger because no. you'd just be like, what, you ate in front of him? Yeah. Like, oh, that's so gross. I remember watching A Bachelor and one of the girls goes, I'm not eating. And he went, oh. Yeah. I think it was Richie's season. 
got rid of her that night. <laughs> I mean, I don't her. do it anymore, really? but I used to. No, God, no, not now. Now I eat him <laughs> and the cheeseburger. Yeah, look, anyway. Lock up your sons. Jesus. <laughs> She, she seemed a bit player in a drama reserved for Helene. Soon after the three women arrived, eagle-eyed courtiers could not help but notice how the young emperor's attention was not directed at Helene but at her younger sister. Oh. Her aunt, uh, Archduchess Sophie, remember, mm-hmm. recalled in her diary her son's outpouring of praise. Oh, but how sweet Cece is. What a magnificent crown of hair frames her face. <laughs> What lovely soft eyes she has and lips like strawberries. How? What? They oh, all had lips like strawberries. Yeah, oh, they didn't. They just talked like they did. Oh, okay. They just wrote about it like they did. Most of them had lips like arseholes. <laughs> got, a, got a mouth like a cat's arsehole. <laughs> Hello, my name's Simon and I've got a mouth like a cat's, cat's arsehole. Um... Efforts were made to steer his attentions to the older sister, but when it became clear Franz Joseph preferred Sissy to Helene, his mother and aunt decided to support the match. Right. Sissy was overcome with apprehension. She wrote plaintively, I love the emperor. If only he were not the emperor. Oh, classic. But her feelings were not to stand in the way of her family's will or her mother's pragmatic injunction that once does not simply send the Emperor of Austria packing, she said in an English accent, but probably not at all. No. The pair were first cousins, Mm. but this obstacle was quickly overcome by papal dispensation. Do you know what that means? What was it? Papal dispensation. Something to do with the Pope? Yeah, exemption from a ruler. Oh, the ruler okay. just goes, yeah, no, nah, they don't, yeah. I mean, they're related, but like, whatever. Like, they probably shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't, but, but you know what? God what told is, me they should. Yeah, don't so. worry about it. You guys are cousins, don't, don't worry about yeah. it. Brothers and sisters, who cares? Yeah, so they're allowed to marry. Life. So on April 24th, 1854, the marriage between Emperor Franz Joseph and Elizabeth of Bavaria was solemnised. Solemnized, solemn, like t- solemnly sworn. Yes, mm. in Vienna. Vienna, and Sissy became the Empress of Austria. Oh. The end. Just joking. You thought it was going to be a quickie. Well, it's not. I, if that was the case, I was about to smash some shit up. I'm just going to have a drink. Okay, so am I. <sighs> Cheers myself with my old red. Okay. The young couple had very little time to enjoy their union. Although Franz Joseph professed to be very much in love with his new bride, his imperial responsibilities left him with little time for her. Six years before, Mm -hmm. in 1848, Europe had been rocked by revolutions. Although Austria had brutally crushed dissent in Hungary... Franz Joseph's territories were increasingly tormented by problems. The conclusion of the Crimean War had increased Mm. tensions with Russia and tensions were rising in the Balkans. You don't want to fuck with Russia. Oh, you fucking don't want to fuck with Russia. I tell you what, they will poison you. (laughs) If Franz Joseph felt daunted by having to return to the practical realities of power, any fairy tale notion Sissy may have had quickly evaporated too. Her life was carefully controlled and monitored. Mm. She had little privacy. Sounds like Princess died. Well, 
they actually call her the oh, original Princess Di. Do they? Yeah. So it's funny because I was going to tell you that. Yes. But I thought, I'll let you hear the story first. Sounds yeah. like Princess The morning Di. after she consummated her marriage, the whole court was informed. <sighs> Hot. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> they rooted. <laughs> Bloody shagged it, didn't I? <laughs> Once. <laughs> Two in the pimp, one in the throat. <laughs> he says to her, he says. Okay. Once settled at Vienna's Imperial Palace, she was stricken with homesickness, especially when she remembered the carefree life she'd enjoyed in the Bavarian countryside with cheesecake. Oh. I made. I just added, you added that added bit. cheesecake. Yeah, just add that to every sentence <laughs> with cheesecake. Yeah. Her unorthodox. I'm going to order Sorry, cheesecake to after this because you've made me want cheesecake. Oh, yum! Her unorthodox upbringing was at strong odds with the rigid rules in Vienna. Cece turned to poetry to express her unhappiness with mm. verses recording a strong sense of desolation. Can I please read a verse? You May don't I? need to ask me twice if you can read me because poetry. Because you love your poetry. I do. Annie's a bit of a poet in case anyone doesn't know. Go and follow her on um, theinstagram.com called Mornings with Pete. Some of the best for poetry I've ever heard in my life. Thanks for the plug, doll. That's nice. I haven't written for a while. I know. I just haven't been in the mood. It's okay. And it's fine. You shouldn't push that. I'm not going to either. Good. I mean, it wasn't that Thank good. Thank you. But... Um, <laughs> Here Shit, we go. A little said. bit of CC poetry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> okay, did you did you want me to did you want me to get the beat? Ready? But one of the delights of spring to me here in this distant alien land. I yearn for the sun of my homeland. I yearn for the beaches of the east. <laughs> Mic drop. Waka waka. Rewind. Rewind. Okay. So what did you think of that poetry? That was beautiful. Say, do it again. No, that's it. Oh, That's all you get. Enjoy it. Rewind it if you want to hear it again. Yeah. Court etiquette left her feeling crushed. Her ladies-in-waitings were much older than her. I mean, that's the thing. They were your sisters, your ladies-in-waiting, when you were royal. I mean, they were your best friends. I wonder what they were not your age. Mm. Oh, my God. How lonely would you feel? Absolutely. I wonder what the sister thought, the one that thought she was going to be hooked up and then she didn't. Helena. Helene. Helene. Well, I can't tell you what she thought. Mm. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I'm just wondering. I'm just pondering. I'm not. (laughs) Okay, with her husband occupied with matters of state, she had little in the way of companionship. Almost immediately, Sissy clashed with her mother-in-law, Sophie. Are you saying Sissy or Cece? Both. <laughs> I change it every time. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because I was like, am I hearing things? Yeah. Cece. What would you say? Cece. What would you say? As in Cece Bloom. Cece Bloom! Oh. Yes! Ta-da! Ta-da! You gotta give, give a little, little. <laughs> smile a little, and let the cloud roll by a little. That's the story of, that's the glory of love. <laughs> I do a very good Bette Midler. You do, you do, you do a very good 
CC Bloom. Oh, CC. I used to get called CC Bloom when I was a kid. Mm. Not a kid because that movie came out when I was 15. So. I don't think Sammy knows what we're talking about. It doesn't matter. He doesn't have to. He's not a chicken Sammy, do you know history. what we're talking about? Anywho. Didn't think so. young. Almost immediately she clashed with her mother-in-law, Soph. Mm. Excuse me. And the mother-in-law is like a oh. – what is she? Like a queen of something? Yeah, yeah. She's his mum. Yeah, but it, what is she? <laughs> yeah, I get that part. But is okay, she like the queen of – the um, queen of Vienna or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Okay, that's okay. She's her aunt – also, her maternal aunt, so yeah. Ludovica and Sophia's sisters. Oh, okay. So yes. her mum and his mum are sisters. So that would be her, right? So yeah. her aunt is her mother-in-law. Yeah, she's married to the Archduke of Austria, Franz Karl. Okay. So that makes her the Archduchess. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm glad you asked because I was wondering the same thing. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay. So the formidable Archduchess mm-hmm. Sophie, mm-hmm. by then nearly fifty, had also grown up in Bavaria but fought tooth and nail to impose her will on the Austrian court. Franz Joseph did not interfere, perhaps because he was in debt to his mother for elevating him to the throne through her skillful manoeuvring. Because mm, it was like chess, really, wasn't it? Yeah. For those families and trying to get him in there and like the Boylan, yeah. um, sist- Boylan sisters. sisters? Oh, which was fascinating. Henry Elizabeth- King, mm. Henry VIII. Yeah, that was yeah. Um, Elizabeth's mum. Yes. Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth's mum. Yeah. Mm. Okay. One of them. One of, not her mum's, one of his wives. Yeah, the, the, one of the, yeah, the sisters who mm. came to, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me just talk about Sorry. Sophie for a minute, mm-hmm. Archduchess. Executing a series of remarkable manoeuvres, the Archduchess Sophie, Elizabeth's aunt, and mother-in-law, mm. weird, placed her own son on the imperial throne. Okay, so born in Munich, Bavaria in 1805, Sophie married the Archduke of Austria, Franz Karl, when she was 19. A decade later, her husband's mentally deficient brother, Ferdinand, became emperor with day-to-day rule overseen by the diplomat Clemens von Metternich. Overturning conventions as to how women should behave... Sophie frequently challenged Metternich, helping engineer his downfall in 1848. On Ferdinand's abdication that same year, Sophie persuaded her husband to renounce his claim to the throne and let their 18-year-old son, Franz Joseph, accede. Oh, wow. Sophie knew she could control her son, but not so her niece and daughter-in-law. Same thing. Same person. Same, same. On her arrival in Vienna in 1854, Elizabeth resented what she saw as Sophie's controlling nature. Such was Sophie's power that less than a year after the wedding, when Elizabeth gave birth to her first daughter, the Archduchess Sophie insisted the child be named after Sophie. Her. Yeah. Oh, she called the baby Sophie. Oh, my so Lord. So they all called the baby Sophie. Gosh. She also took charge of the monster infant. in law. Yeah. Oh, she's she's totally Jane Fonda in that movie with <laughs> J Lo. Totes. Yeah. Um, she also took charge of the baby's care, include declaring that the mother was too young to do it properly oh, herself. Get out. Following the birth of Cece's second daughter, Gisella. Beautiful name. The Archduchess asserted control again, but Ooh. this time 
CC stood up for herself. Good on her. I was going to say, what a mole. Yeah, what a mole. It's this, her child, god yeah. damn it. Butt out, Sophie. But the F out. But Two out. weeks after Gisela's birth, she and little Sophie were moved to CC's rooms at the Hofburg. At the Hofburg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, victory was short lived, however. Oh. Mm-hmm. And followed all too soon by tragedy. Oh, no. In the spring of 1857, little Sophie caught dysentery oh. during a trip with her parents to Hungary. Splash bum. Yeah, the two-year-old died oh. of splash bum. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, it's what I call when Pete has the no, runs. look, she did have splash bum, but she did also die That's of it. terrible. Let's not make fun of it. No. The two-year-old died. Yeah, that's very sad. Her mother, just 19, was consumed with grief. Cece relinquished responsibility for raising Gisela to her mother-in-law. Oh, no. A deep depression descended on Cece that that didn't lift when she gave birth to a son, Mm. Rudolph, the following year. Mm. Yeah. I can imagine Sophie would have really... Really rubbed that Revel, in, yeah. Too. Really rubbed you know, that. In that was your fault that she died. Hundred percent. That you took her, on, and I told you not to. Yeah, I said I was going to do it. Yep, I said I Give told it you to you were too you young. You have no idea what you're doing, and look and what look you've at done. What's, what's happened? She died. Oh, oh, just awful. I feel really sorry for CC Blue. Yeah. Despite her inward misery, Cece appeared outwardly beautiful, owing her obsession with her appearance. Owing to her obsession with her appearance. Famous for her beauty, Cece devoted much time to maintaining it. Records indicate that she spent three hours a day taking care of her long hair. Uh, it just went her all hair? the way to the ground. Like her Rapunzel. Hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, hers went way further. Oh. Yeah, and she wasn't real. Um, when dressing, it took roughly an hour to cinch her waist to a punishing 19.5 inches. Oh. God. Anyway, as she aged, she became morbidly afraid of wrinkles. Oh. Even wrapping slices of raw veal around her face when she slept. Like Lady Gaga. Yep. God, she was yep. ahead of the time. She stuck to a meticulous diet, severely limiting her daily intake of food. She kept a strict exercise regimen, her allowing for hours of rigorous activity every day including hiking, horseback riding, weightlifting and calisthenics. Why was she going this direction? Because she could, it's all she could control by the sound of it. It's yeah. just like any eating disorder, mm. um, fitness obsessed. So she's depressed because of the children yeah, and she's then, got so no, now she's gone into just being no obsessed with yeah. her self-image. Yep. Wow, back then, yep. even before Instagram. Yeah, well, um, you know, and they did note uh, at the time it, the exercise didn't help her in any way of anxiety. It made her uh, completely obsessed. Right, um, yeah. She resembled what they call now one of the very first stories of, of an eating disorder. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Recent biographers have actually drawn attention to her active mind and love of literature and poetry, especially for the poets, for the poets like Heinrich Hein. You know him. Oh, yeah. Heinrich. Heinrich Hein. H-H. Heinrich Manoeuvre. H-H, we call him. H-H. H-H. 
Uh, seeking a pretext to escape the stifling atmosphere of Vienna, Cece sought relief by taking her doctor's advice and heading to the Portuguese island of Madeira. Oh. Now I feel like a Madeira cake. <laughs> Yum. We shouldn't do these when we're hungry. I know. Because I, I just thought yeah. of a Madeira t- cake too. And she, God, they're oh, good. God, they're good. Oh, they're just a cup butter of tea, cake, aren't they? Cup of tea yeah. and a Madeira cake. Yes. Oh. With the paper on it. Yum. You take, you take it out of the plastic and then you rip the paper off. You pull oh, the paper back. So moist. Oh, moist. And you put a bit of butter on it if you're with your nan. Oh, did you? Oh, we put oh, a bit of butter, put on butter on it. I that. wouldn't normally, but a bit of butter bit d- of isn't bad. Yeah. Anyway, she was in Madeira yeah. and she lived in a villa overlooking the Atlantic. Oh. Portugal. <sighs> Do you know I've been to Portugal once? Oh, have you? Yeah, I had to go... Um, I had to chaperone competition oh, winners. Oh, right. Do you remember when, when I was at MTV? Doing The Voice. And no, I was at MTV. They went to the MTV Awards. Awards. Oh, the yeah. Euro- yeah, the MTV Europe Awards the were on in Portugal. Ones. Were on in Portugal. Well, they ch- it changes every, every year to a different place in Europe. And I went to Portugal and stayed there for like three nights wow. and had to chaperone. Was it good? I didn't see yeah, hardly anything. You just had to chaperone. And I had to chaperone eight competition winners who... Oh, boring. Can be very annoying oh, competition winners. Can I don't. just say? Don't. No, it was good. It was I good. love a competition winner. Bless them. It was really good. It was, um, It was. yeah, look, you know, they were beside themselves. And we oh, got them into the after imagine. party and it was all like, you know, like people were just going, oh, there's pink and there's... Blue. I remember who was... It's green. Yeah, it was just <laughs> all the colours are here. Yeah, but Portugal's a beautiful. Yeah, city. I, what I would really like to go. Beautiful city. And well, isn't Portugal a country? Yes. <laughs> um, I was in Madeira. What's the capital of Portugal? Lisbon. I was in Lisbon. Mm, yes. Good. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, my mother is looking down at me right now and. Sighing, mm. a sigh of relief that you knew that. Yeah, she was always so ashamed of my. I co- I've been there and I couldn't even think of it. That's okay. You're drunk. <laughs> so while she was in Madeira, she read poetry. She walked. She immersed herself in the surrounding natural oh. world. Her visit was the first in a series of extensive travels in which she sought to escape her unhappiness by absorbing the culture of other parts of Europe. Anxious to reunite with her children, she made her way slowly back to Vienna in 1861. No sooner had she resumed her life there than tensions flared up again with Archduchess Sophie. Oh, bloody Sophie. How old is Cece now? Is she like 30? This is 1861 and she married in... She I think 48 now, and she was yeah. 15. She was 19 like, when she got married, oh. wasn't she? No, she was 15 when she got married. Oh, mm. What are you doing to me? <laughs> sorry. Now I've lost my spots. I'm sorry. It's all right. Keep going. Um, so Age let's is say just she's a number. 30. Who even cares? She's in no, 18. It doesn't even matter how old she is. No. What year was she born? 18. Thirty seventh, eighteen thirty seven. So if it's eighteen sixty one now, how old is she? Oh shit! Don't. Oh, yeah, don't. Dummy maths. We know from last week. We know. 
We know little Duncy over here. Yep. Okay. Um, back. She's back, Sophie. She's back. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no sooner had she resumed life there and she started, you know, fisticuffs again with Sophie. Cece declined to attend public functions and she complained of physical and nervous ailments. Once again, she was advised by her doctors to seek warmer climates and this time she chose the Mediterranean island of Corfu. Where's that? Greece, isn't it? Greece? Crete. No. Wait. Siri, where's Corfu? Hey, Siri, where's Corfu? Greece. Greece. Thanks, sis. A year later, in 1862, after a trip to see her family in Bavaria, she returned once more to Vienna. 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 In the aftermath of an uprising in 1848, so we're going back a bit now, Mm. Austria Mm. suppressed Hungary's constitutional privileges. After she became Empress, Sisi became fascinated with Hungarian culture and politics and she mastered the Hungarian language. She sympathised with the rebellious Hungarian aristocrats and became close with the dashing Gulia Andrasi. Gulia. Gulia. Or G-Y-U-L-A. What would you say? Maybe Yulia. Yulia? Yulia. That's a beautiful name. I think Julia. Maybe Julia even. I think maybe the G's were... Like, Silent? Si- yeah. Like Julia? U- Julia? Yeah. I, th- I think. Let's I just know. say... Sorry for the... Julia. A Hungarian patriot and former rebel. Mm-hmm. Although her support for a man the Viennese court regarded as a traitor provoked animosity, Elizabeth's actions played a role in keeping Hungary within the empire. Mm. After Austria's defeat by the Prussians at the Battle of Kornigratz in 1866, mm. the Prussian armies advanced toward Vienna and Elizabeth took refuge in Buda, now Budapest, oh. with her children, which is in? Budapest is in, uh, in, in, in uh, Israel. Hungary. Hungary. Holy shit. <laughs> the trust displayed by her... The trust displayed by her in seeking protection in a Hungarian territory. The trust displayed by her in seeking protection in Hungarian territory was regarded as a gesture of goodwill by many Hungarians. Soon after, and thanks to Cece's intense lobbying, Andrasi, remember Julia, mm. negotiated terms with Franz Joseph, that's her husband, that granted Hungary its own constitution. The empire was reconfigured as two sovereign states, Austria and Hungary. Which is what we know. separate regimes and governments, but united under a single crown. Okay? Right. Yes. In 1867... Franz Joseph and Elizabeth were crowned as constitutional monarchs of Hungary. As a demonstration of their goodwill, the Hungarian people gave the couple a gift of the Baroque castle. Not bad. Not bad. Of Godolo. Or Godolo. Godolo. Here's a castle. It's on the outskirts of Budapest. Thanks, mate. Nice. Yeah, here's Which a castle. Which is in Hungary. Yeah, it's Duh. in Hungary. One year later, Cece gave birth to her last and most doted upon child, oh. the Archduchess Maria Val- Valerie. Maria Valerie. Maria Valerie. In that castle. Godola. Godola. 
Elizabeth spent long periods of time at Godla with her children. Years later, after Gisela was married and Rudolf had started his military training, Cece started another intensive round of travels, this time accompanied by Maria Valerie. Hello. That's her daughter. That's her daughter, her youngest. In 1874, using the pseudonym Countess of Hohenems, Hohenems, to assure anonymity. Anonymity. Yep. Cece embarked on a European tour with her youngest daughter. The Empress and her husband had begun living separate lives. This is very Princess Diana. Isn't it? Yeah. The different natures of Elizabeth and Franz Joseph, she was spirited and cosmopolitan while he was dry and conventional, had pushed the couple apart. Isn't it? (laughs) Lifestyles of the rich and famous. She was spirited and cosmopolitan while he was dry and conventional. It's always the way. When in 1885, Katerina Schratt, an actress from the Berg Theatre of Vienna, became a fixture in the Emperor's life, Cece accepted the relationship. She felt no jealousy for her husband and recognised his loneliness and their incompatibility. In later years, her views on marriage were forthright. One is sold as a child at 15 and one takes an oath one does not understand but can never undo. So she's Camilla. The woman, the, the one that she's, he's, that she's okay oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Camilla. Totally, totally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Terrible tragedy struck oh, no. in early 1889. Cece's son and the heir to the throne, Crown Prince Rudolf and Maria Vestera, his 17-year-old lover, had been found dead in an apartment. In, oh, sorry, no. apartment. <laughs> in an apparent... <laughs> That makes it very different. On the on the twenty first floor <laughs> of, of an apartment, apartment in <laughs> in a house in a Saint Kilda, um, had been found dead in an apparent double suicide mm. at a hunting lodge in Mailing. The oh, Mailing dear. incident became a sensational scandal across Europe. Mm. The death of Franz Joseph's heir plunged the empire into succession crisis Mm. and the empress into a deep depression over the loss of her son. After Rudolf's death, Cece travelled frantically, Mm. taking refuge once again in Corfu, where she had her summer palace, the Archelian, built. In the fall of 1898, Cece visited Geneva and on September 10... She walked to the lakeside to take the ferry to Montreux. I used to live in Montreux, just a small little Did side you? bit there. Yep. Oh. Another pedestrian bumped into her. She felt a sharp pain against her rib but continued no. to walk to the ferry. No. She'd been stabbed in the chest. No. With a homemade knife. <gasps> like an assassination. Yeah, yep. Once on board, the 60-year-old empress fainted from blood loss and died that same night. Her murderer, an Italian anarchist called Luigi Lucchini... Bloody Luigi. ...said in his confession that he personally had nothing against her. So... Only that he wished to kill a royal. Oh. Prick. Jesus. That makes See, it even worse because yeah. it's such a waste. You weren't even doing yes. it for like a point. Yeah, you weren't even doing it for a point. Yeah, Luigi. What a dick. 
Cece wanted to be buried on the shores of the Mediterranean, but Franz Joseph overruled her wishes. Oh, why does this not surprise me? No, 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 yeah, no, 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 woman. No, 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 yeah, no. I know I made your life a misery, but guess what? Yes, I'm gonna even make in your death your, a, mystery, a even misery in your as death, well. I'm going to yep. tell you what to do. He laid her instead at the Capuchin crypt in Vienna, mm-hmm. and there she lies still, mm. at the heart of a city. Oh my God, this makes me cry. <laughs> at the heart of a city that she never loved and which never understood her. Oh. She is Princess Diana. She is Princess Diana. The poor thing. Um, like having, pardon me, having a life like that and having all of the, having your life laid out for you mm. and then challenging it. Imagine back then like how much chutzpah you needed I to know. have to challenge that. Well, that's why I look at a couple like Harry and Meghan. Yeah. And... I just think, thank God he married her. Yes, yes. Because, you know, she's given him yeah. the chutzpah to say, come on, let's go, let's get out of this. This is Absol- ridiculous. Absolutely. You've yeah. already married me and I'm black, let's yeah. go. Yeah, but, you know, Diana would be just looking down on him going, that's my boy. Yeah. I mean, that's do you think boy. she was murdered? Oh, wow. Okay. That's going a whole there. other kettle of fish, isn't it? I do. I do too. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I do. do. I mean, that's a whole other yeah, like is, episode. I reckon it's yeah. She was popped off. Yeah, yeah. It's too. There's too much. Yeah. She was too, especially back then. You know, for someone like her to be trying to challenge things. Yeah, well, she, and she was dating a Muslim. And she was dating a Muslim. I mean, but even before that, she yeah. was, it was very well known that the Queen well, didn't she would talk. Like she started talking. Her very much. Yeah. Um, exactly. And, um, I mean, you know, how very dare her try to challenge the royal family. I mean, even the whole concept of the royal family is yeah, just I don't, weird. Oh, but all that of these, still... like, looking at all of, like, the movie that I was just watching, um, mm. Mary, Queen of Scots, like, the whole mm. hierarchy. Yeah. Is just ridiculous. It really is, and no yeah, it's one's weird, happy isn't it? in it. No, and everyone's still miserable. Not. Yeah, because it's their duty. The duty, and they have so much money, but they're still miserable. Yeah, and the people who mm. don't have that money think that they're there for them. Do you know who I like though? Mm. Princess Mary and um, her oh, hubby, yeah, Frederick, who met it. Yeah, they're lovely. They met, met at the, the gaslight. <laughs> He slipped it in. Slip in. I know. Slip in. God, every girl, I remember when that happened and every girl in Sydney was like, I'm going to meet a prince at a pub in Sydney. It's like, God, mm, it's already done, mate. Yeah, He's gone. I don't think you are. Took a girl from Tassie. Mm. Not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's Oh, that's cool. I like. Elizabeth. I like that you took us way back in time mm. as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's 150 years ago. She's the, she's, I mean, even the the, um, eating disorder stuff, it's very Princess Diana. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It really is. There's lots of similarities. Yeah. And the beauty. For it even to be happening back then. Stunning. Yeah. And like had a real natural, Mm. like Diana. When I went to. Peru. Um, Where's Peru? A couple of years ago. South America. South America, oh, Peru. Yeah. 
Lima is the capital. Oh, um, yum. I went to... I feel like Lima. Oh, the food in Peru is some of the best food I've ever tasted in yum. my life. They are... They pride themselves on how good their food is, like the really good restaurants. Like I'm talking really expensive, really good restaurants. Yeah, and when I was there, I went to the... Um, Mateus, Mateus, Madeira, Maltesers. Um, no, the, there's a gallery there, and they had a our Princess Diana um, exhibition, oh. and it was like photographs, and it was uh, was it Mario Testini? Testa, Testini. It was a. I think it was it. Was it Mario Testini? Yeah. No. What's his name? Mario. Is it Mario Cut? Mario Testino. Yeah had an exhibition there so he's a photographer you know he does those really famous portraits of um kate moss and like with her boobs and like beautiful like portraiture stuff and there was one room that was dedicated to uh, princess di and it was so beautiful and the day i went there there was no one else there there was a whole kind of room just dedicated to her and it's all those, you know, those beautiful black and white shots of her where she's, yeah. her hair's a bit fluffed up and yeah. she's got this, you know, and she's kind of yeah. looking amazing. It's all of those and they're just like all over this room and I was just standing in this room on my own looking around, just, you know, when you're just like, oh, I just really felt all. for her. Yeah. 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 Um, what a life. What a life. Um, but Cece, what a life as well back in the day. You gotta give a little, you gotta take a little. You gotta give a little, take a little. Get your paw, let your paw break a little. Wow, good on you. You made it all the way through to the end. So these are just the credity bits, but don't stop because these are important. Please rate, review and subscribe as it helps other people just like you find out about this podcast. Executive producers of Chickstery are me, Annie Potatoes and Evie Jones. Our producer slash editor slash waterboy slash wineboy is Sam Peterson. Follow us on Instagram at chickstery underscore podcast and email us at mychickstery at gmail.com. Oh, and check out Sam's podcast, Confessions of the Idiots. It's great.